Yo, what up? It's Brendan. I'm Brandon. And this is the the, the Bruise and Bros Podcast. All right, for real this time, there it is. All right, B. So, yada, yada, does it, you rat. And Pussy was like, and haunted Tony in his dreams. And Tony was like, yeah, all the way up to the very end. That's how that guy got a check and still was famous without having (laughs) to be in the show. But he was in the show. He was in the show, but he wasn't part of the show, if that makes sense. Nobody else had to see him. Kind of like when Tony, Steve Buscemi was in that show for a whole season. And he wasn't he, even in there for a whole season. He was in there for like... The, it was the first half of a season or something. I think it was the first half for sure. It was the fifth season though. Yeah. And I mean the actual fifth season, not season 6A. Not season part 6, <laughs> part 1, divided by 2. Yeah, what's the point of that? They should have just said 6 and 7. I, I So, from obviously like when that show's on TV... We weren't, like, quote-unquote old enough to, you know, maybe partake in something like that. Yeah, and it was still around. Um, and uh, so my parents watched The Sopranos when it was on TV. And I think, if I remember correctly, there was, like, something going on mm-hmm. with, like... I don't exactly remember, but, like, they, like, needed to, like, take a break. Because they couldn't do, like, that whole season, like, in one go. Like an actor had another thing he had to do. Something like that, yeah. Like, um, it's it's not like Harry Potter where they were just like, oh. Money grab? This is a money grab. Let's just do it this way. Because <clears throat> at that point, they would have just called it season seven, right? You would think. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I think it was just like a TV thing. So dumb. How many seasons are Sopranos? Well, there's six, but... Well, there's technically only six, but if you include the sixth season, um, there's actually two parts, so there's seven seasons. Uh, no, there's there's just there's just six. It's part A and part B, I see it. I got the HBO Max, you peons. What do you have? Nothing? You got the DVD box set? So you probably don't even know what episodes were. You don't even know when the season starts. You just keep watching. I, I do have the, the box set. <laughs> No, so, because I had this idea with, like, binge-watching in general. Mm -hmm. I love binge-watching, but sometimes binge-watching confuses me. So, I'll use Arrow as an example. Um, I was binge-watching it on CW, because it was, like, all of the first two seasons were out. And so, as I'm watching it, there are these events that are happening, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, this is cool, but then you're like... How'd they get there so quick? And you're trying to remember, oh, the week has passed. Yeah. But for me, it's been like, because you're watching the seasons coming, and you're like, why is it snowing out? Yeah. What, what happened? <laughs> was this a whole part of the plot? What, what's going on? And you're like, wait a minute, we've entered the next week. But for me, it's only been an hour. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like, so I've always had like a weird thing, especially when it comes to like binge-watching TV shows. Uh-huh. I will either binge watch a TV show till completion, or I'll binge watch like three quarters of a show, and then I'll never watch it again. So like I've done that literally with Supernatural, uh, Shameless, um, what else? Uh, Shameless, pretty good show. Pretty good show. So and don't get me wrong, both of them are pretty good shows. But but 
at the time that I was watching them, like mm-hmm. other things were happening in my life where I was like, okay, I can't dedicate the rest of my life to watching this fucking show. Oh, no, I understand that. And so, like with Supernatural, so obviously pretty invested in the show, seeing as how I binge-watched, I think like the first six seasons, like within a month, because at the time, like my hours were kind of bougie and all mm-hmm. that, blah, blah, blah. And so um, something happened. I ended up getting like super, super busy. Uh-huh. And so I just wasn't able to watch it. I think for like, I honest to God, probably think it was like three days. Golly. Nothing crazy. So I just stopped watching it. I was like, oh, I don't feel like watching like an hour-long show right now. Let me watch some YouTube videos. Next thing I know, two months go by, and I've, all I've done is watch YouTube videos. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was watching a TV show. Let me go try to watch it. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, I don't quite remember what happened. So let me go watch this past episode. Kind of catch myself up. I'll, I, I, in fact, I won't even skip the recap like I normally do. But, like, with Supernatural, for instance... The damage has been done. Like, you have to, like, stay on top of it. Like, Heroes? Yeah, like, not in the sense that, like, it's as confusing as Heroes. There's so much happens. But it's just... There's a lot of crap that gets crammed into these hour-long episodes. Just some complex stuff. Yeah, and you're like, wait a second, who's who again? I've said it before, I'll say it again. Heroes is the one show where, like, if you miss one thing, you're like... you're The whole show, you're like, nah, don't know what's going on And with Shameless, the reason I stopped watching that, honest to God, wasn't the fact that I got busy. It's because I I cannot stand the main character. Which one? Uh, Fiona. There were some things that happened Mm. that she just, like, there was just, like, her character development. I just, I couldn't stand how they were, like, handling her character to the point where I literally hated seeing her character. Well, then I got news for you. Keep watching. So I tried. <laughs> so I tried rewatching it again. Uh-huh. I probably made it through. I'd say maybe six, maybe seven episodes of the first season, and I was like enjoying it. I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "I can't believe that I put this show down." But then it. Came but back then up. I got busy again, <laughs> and I haven't watched it since. <laughs> uh, there was a show like that for me. It took me like five times of like trying to watch it to actually sit down and watch it and I was like I love the show Mm -hmm. Sons of Anarchy so with me I had so I had obviously joined the military and for those new listeners um, I was in the military Mm -hmm. so when I joined when I joined the military the show was still on TV at the time and I believe if I'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. they were in the fifth season and in the fifth season I don't like spoiling things for anybody if you haven't watched a show recommend it super good are you talking about yes. Dink? Yep, yep. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You're going to horny jail, bong. I was like, I don't want to say it. But um, yeah. That, and so I am in the schoolhouse. So I've probably only been in the Marine Corps maybe four months at this point. So I'm still trying to catch up to regular life things. Uh-huh. Um, and so being in the military, sometimes you're a little bit behind on stuff. No big deal. <coughs> right. And so... I am walking by somebody's room, and they just happens to be able to watch the TV show. I don't know how, but they were able to watch the TV show, and bam, they spoiled this huge plot twist, this huge event. <laughs> and I remember thinking, you've seen, you're like, what the heck is that? And and I'm thinking to myself, did that really just happen? What's the point of even watching it now? So I didn't watch it for the longest time. 
Right. In fact, it was such a long fucking time. So I tried to watch it on my first deployment. Didn't happen. Didn't try to watch it on my second deployment because I was like, man, whatever. Mm. I am a year and some change away from getting out. <laughs> and I finally decide maybe I should sit down and watch the fucking show. Right. So I do. For two months. And I get really fucking close to finishing it. Then I get busy again. Just how life works. Right. I'm now four months away from getting out of the military. Okay. And I said, why haven't I finished this show? I literally have two seasons left. And it hit you. And so I was like, okay. So I, wa- I rewatched the entire fifth season uh-huh. and had my moments. Had some doubts. I said, do I really want to finish this show? I hate a lot of these characters now. I don't know if this is what I want to do with my life. So I said, fuck it, I'm just going to push through and I'm going to finish this bitch. So I did. Let me tell you. Again, everybody listening, great show, fantastic. The show ties up a lot of loose. <laughs> it, it really does. And it all happens pretty quickly. Yeah, it's one of those where everything just kind of... you like It's like, well, things have to end eventually. Yeah. So, we're going to end it. We're going to end it. In the next two episodes. <laughs> and they're, you know, they're action-packed. They're great stories. So all of that stuff that, of yeah, too. all of that stuff that you kind of expect when a show is drawing towards its end. And then you're kind of just left like. And then there's a weird couple of episodes where it's kind of like in this weird limbo mm-hmm. where things seem to be going pretty good. You're like, oh man, this is awesome. Like this is gonna kind of have a happy ending. <laughs> it does not have a happy ending. I remember being really disappointed in the ending. Because I was like... Me with the Soprano. <laughs> the Sopranos, hands down, was the worst one. Don't get me Even wrong. Even over Breaking Bad. Don't get me wrong. Great show. The ending, it still makes sense. It's just kind of a letdown because reality is such a letdown. And I, and I think part of the reason why the Sopranos ended the way it did was because reality is such a letdown. And it's just like, things just end. You could just be having dinner with your family, jamming out to Journey. And the next thing you know, uh, screen's black. Things just happen. You, who knows? What's even worse is the fact that they tell you throughout that whole last season, essentially, you know, like, you know, sometimes life just hits you. Yeah. And you're like, what? And it's like, you just, you just it, it never dawns on you. And you're like, oh man, last episode, this is going to be great. I wonder what's going to happen. Hope everything ends well. Bam. And it's just, it's like, it what? Well, it's I, funny because I, I already knew kind of how it ended. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean like that thing that everyone got mad about. Yeah. And so when it happened to me, I legitimately was like, what? Is my is my thing broken? And then it goes. And then another screen hits, and then the credits roll. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> now I can relate to why they were mad and calling their cable <laughs> I text my dad right after that happened you said, what? because I had because you know obviously my parents watched it, but at at this point in my life, I have no recollection of them watching the show live on television. Of course not, because you're probably like asleep when it came. And probably out. I was probably asleep, or maybe at a friend's house. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but so I I finally finished it. It was like 2013, and <laughs> so obviously the show had been off the air for a long time. Yeah, because what ended what 2006 or seven? 2006 or seven, I want to say. Yeah, that sounds about right. And so I remember texting my dad and being like, "What the fuck was that? <laughs> Is like." 
how how why how did they get away with that? Like I'm I don't understand. Like I was genuinely frustrated. They didn't let them get away with it, God. And I, and I was like I I didn't feel let down necessarily, but I felt let down. You felt like you were robbed of like I felt the same way about that as I did at the end of God of War 3. Yeah, that game. Yeah, that that was like what's he doing now? And then credits. You're like because I'm like what the hell's going on? I love how ambiguity like this is like very spoiler free, but like people should know what we're talking about. Like, oh yeah, man. and it's just and it's like like even after so I beat God of War three when uh, our freshman year of high school, so in two thousand nine. Yeah. Oh wait, no, it would have been two thousand ten. Um, because I had to work the summer after our freshman year. It would have been, yeah, because the way that our high school thing was set up is whatever year was ending was the year we were going into. Yeah, so it was, so it was, I, I, I'm pretty, I'm 100%, yeah. Had to have been, because I remember um, that prior to summer, me, you, and the big Q was outside talking about it and talking about Billy Mays. Yeah, and so... That's a whole nother thing for another time. You know, we're... <laughs> so, at the time, I was like, I'm going to get a PlayStation 3, um, because... I have to figure it out because I had played the first two God of Wars um, with another buddy from high school. And they're like, this is the conclusion. And I said, dude, I was like, dude, I got to figure it out. Like, I have to do this. Like, I have to play it. So I was like, you know, I went out, got a job, saved up my money, bought a PlayStation 3, bought the game, bought a TV, and I played <laughs> it. And I said, what? Um, okay, whatever. Showed that same buddy who hadn't played it the same ending. And he said the same thing. Years go by. What? Years. Years go by. And I think I'm just watching some random YouTube video about God of War. And they're like, yeah, after the credits, it goes back to the scene at the end of the game. And he, he, he you know, just... You know, just he's not not there. All the stuff in the skies, and you're just like to the earth. And so I'm figuring this out years after the fact. And I said, "What the hell are they going to do now?" I can understand leaving things kind of, you know, let me let let let's make this open to the audience and their interpretation. That's That's totally fine. But like now, it's like, okay, what the shit? Because that was weird. Because you can't really leave that open to the audience. Because Given the circumstances of how everything is left, you're like, what is this? Where, what, what is he going to do now? Like, I, I'm really confused. Is he going to get bothered by that one lady? <laughs> so, you know, and then you fast forward to 2015. You start hearing rumors. Oh, yeah, you know, because obviously at, the, at that time, rumors about video games and movies especially. Oh, yeah. Coming out and, you know, you're getting psyched for everything at the time Fallout 4 had just come out. And that was a crazy time, because I think I heard about Fallout 4. Because nobody knew about it until they went on Twitter, and they changed the picture to, please stand by. Yeah, and, and everyone, everyone was like, everything just went crazy. I just got goosebumps thinking about I it. I did too, because I remember that time, because you're sitting there, and all of a sudden, Facebook, uh, Fallout updated their profile picture. What? Please stand by. And you said, oh no, there's no way. And you're like, what, what, what does this mean? Everyone's like, whoa. And then, all of a sudden, they announce, announcement. Like a few days from now, then everyone goes. Announcement happens. Pre-order available. Game comes out same month. Everyone went. What? And that was the one. So I, because I remember, so that was after my first appointment, and we had been back for you know a couple of months. Uh-huh. And because at the time Battlefront came out the week before Fallout Four did, and so me and my roommate Rubio, as everybody knows, 
Um, Happy the year. <laughs> we're, we're super, super excited for Battlefront. Right. We played Battlefront for the first two days. That eh, game's kind of okay. It's a little weird, a little clunky. No worries, just came out. I'm sure they'll fix it. Of course. Then Fallout 4 comes out. Get the fuck out of town, Battlefront. I'm playing fucking Fallout 4. And we played that game religiously. Just so fun. And then, you, and then fast forward a little bit more. <laughs> and I'm finally out of the military... You're living at my house. Everything's going great. Bam! They announced God of War. And they said... And I'm like, yo, hell yes, let's go. Because I remember they announced it, and I didn't have a PlayStation at the time because I had sold it. They announced it, and I said, I'm going to get a PlayStation 4 preemptively, so if it when it does come out, I have something to play it on. And holy shit, that game was incredible although <laughs> the weird thing about it is it starts you're playing it and then throughout the whole thing you're like so what happened at the end of the third game <laughs> you're still <laughs> asking yeah. you're like uh, he's got that thing still there but uh how, how did he get here and, and they just say you just know what happened they, like, what happened and then i mean they kind of go into it like a little bit i think they're leaving it as a little bit of a plot thing for the next one to kind of maybe give, give a little bit more backstory. At least that's the hope. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> and I might be the only person who's like, so, uh, great. I love the game, but, uh. What happened? What? <laughs> you didn't answer anything. You just answered. Did you travel that. by plane, boat, train? <laughs> Did he, like, enter a new dimension? Did he go forward in time? And that's what I was thinking. I was <laughs> like, okay, maybe there's some weird explanation for this where. At the end of the third one, him doing that that thing magically transports him somewhere else. And it maybe did. It could be. Who Cause, knows? Because they got that weird crank machine in the new yeah, one. Yeah. and But it's just weird because they all know about those people. But, like, they had no idea about these people. Exactly. So it's like, who's lying to who? Am I being lied to as the player? Does that. nobody know who anybody is? This guy's a fraud. That's not Kratos. <laughs> and there's that whole point where, where like, just the weird little hints and everything, where, like, he grabbing the pottery, and he exists in their lore on the pottery. Yeah, it's and, like, why and, didn't they try to his son's like, him? so what's that? And he just drops it. You know. <laughs> just minds your business. Like, he didn't see it? This kid probably was like, Whoa. And he's like... That was kind of weird. He was staring at that pot for a long time, and, and then, then he, gives he just his son dropped some, it. Some like alcohol. It's like tastes like a raw egg, and Kratos like ah, and then Trish goes ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, like um the because remember, remember when it was called Infinity War Part One. But now I think it's just called Infinity War because they yeah. changed the end game. <laughs> the end of that movie, people were mad, <laughs> and, I, and you're like, it says Part One. <laughs> like, what do you <laughs> like? So for me, as far as the Marvel movies are concerned, pretty much I I I like the majority of them. There's still some that to this day I have never watched. What are you, Martin Scorsese? I've never watched Ant-Man. I've never watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> I uh, did not like Iron Man 2 or 3. It's um, weird. 2 and 3 were just not like as... They seemed like good. weird offshoots because they were like, we just need to keep making money. 
I think there was like we need to tell some kind of a story to kind of progress the other characters. Yeah, and that's what a lot of them do. And 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 that you know, and that's totally fine. No big deal. Then the first Avengers movie comes out, pretty good. And then Age of Ultron comes out, pretty good. And then all of a sudden, they start hyping up Infinity War even more. And I'm like, dude, let's go. And I was more excited for Infinity War than I was for Endgame. Purely on the fact that it's like, I kind of know how Endgame is going to end, minus a couple of details here and there. But you know Infinity War is going to have some crazy stuff. But you have no idea what's going to happen in Infinity War. You literally have zero fucking clue. She's like, well, this is a part two, so you're like, oh, maybe they'll figure something out. No, sir, that <laughs> that movie ended on a downer. Homeboy said, should have aimed for the head. And then, bam. Next thing you know, she's like... And, like... It's just, it's one of those things. Like, I can get why people would want to be excited for the end of something as big as the Marvel Universe. Especially because it lasted ten years. Whereas, you know, say a show can maybe only last... A couple of years, sometimes even or longer, not even, you know? yeah, or not even, but sometimes even longer. And, and with the show, though, they have more stuff that they can do, like developmental. Because if you think about like a movie, even if they make sequels and stuff, they have to tell like a full story to get you totally invested within this little window of time. A TV show has can expand. Years. Like they can have one whole episode dedicated to one guy, another episode dedicated to another guy, rather than have a full movie with all these characters fleshed out to what you can see. And and that makes sense. And like and like for me, my big thing was that it was like I don't understand why people don't want and like okay the way the end game ended, I could see. I can see why they didn't want to have Endgame spoiled. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know that Thanos is going to be beat. It's yeah. not like he just exists. Sorry, spoiler alert. And they were like, oh, hey, by the way, you know, he just, we just, we came to an agreement like, hey, don't fuck with Earth. We don't care about these other people. Just don't mess with us. And he was like, well, all right, I guess. But I'll be watching you. But at the end of the day, it's like you have to understand that, like, it's 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 gonna end. And did people like the ending of Endgame? Probably, I'd say the general consensus is like people pretty much liked the ending. It was a little downer. I really, it, yeah, but I think like the majority of people really were like, that's a pretty satisfying. Like See, that makes sense. It had it's sad. It was satisfying. It had its sad moments, but it was still somehow satisfying. Whereas you take The Sopranos or God of War 3 or any other show that ends... Or Dexter. So... Which is having a revival. Dexter, for me, um, you know, didn't exactly... That wasn't a show for me that I really vibed with. Um, you don't like the idea of a guy killing serial killers? For me, it wasn't even that. It was like... The show seemed to try really hard uh-huh. to... It felt like it was overly graphic. Like, I know that sounds really dumb, but, like, there's a point where, like, a movie is, like, or, like, a TV show, um, like, well, okay, we'll go back to The Sopranos. So, The Sopranos, so that show obviously had its graphic moments, you know, people are getting killed. That one know. scene where that lady is, like, screaming, crawling naked, and, yeah. and the guy was like, y- you should have just kept your mouth shut. You, you can't be doing these things, or, you know, you're getting someone, you know, you're seeing someone get beat up, or, you know, whatever. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. But Dexter, level. it's like a whole new level. It's like it, it was like Spartacus because I think so. I think Spartacus was on Stars. Yeah. And then obviously Dexter was a Showtime show because it had Manu Bennett in it, Australian or New Zealand guy. He played Deathstroke and Arrow. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Spartacus, for those of who have not watched it. Not the original, original old school. Like I'm talking about the like like I'm talking about the TV show Spartacus. I think it was two seasons. That show, it was just it was just it was just a really graphic porno. Yeah, it was just sex and violence. It's it's like yeah, those things sell, and that's probably what they did back then. Not doubting that at all, but at the same time, it's like was there a story there? Was there an actual story? Or did I miss... Hello, sir, can I have some story with my porn, please? And it's like, no, this ain't Naughty America, pal. Bro, this is stars. <laughs> and then and then to take that back to Dexter, for me at least, for me personally, I feel like Dexter was that same way. Where it was just... It was too weird. It seemed, for, mm-hmm. for me at least, it's a, probably a very unpopular opinion, and I do not give a shit. <laughs> But it just, the show tried too hard to, like, maintain this level of, like, weird graphicness. Like, yes, there was a story there, and you have to, you know, deal with his mental illness and him being like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, I like to kill people because my dad said I shouldn't do that. And so I don't listen to my dad, so I'm going to do it anyway. But I'm only killing the bad guys. So but it's, it's like, it, it, yeah, and, you know, and he obviously has that anti-hero trope, and it's like, well, he's doing the right thing, he has but he's not going thing. about it the right way. The Punisher handled that pretty well, as far as I'm concerned, but that's just because I like that show. But that's different, though, because <laughs> I, there's an actual fucking story that makes sense. It's a cohesive story that you're like, it, you feel attached to someone more like the Punisher, whereas like... Anybody who would be put in that situation would feel the same way. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I'd want to take people out. Because like, he lost his family. Whereas this guy is just a fucking wackadoo who just likes killing people. And finds an excuse to do it to the bad guys. Yeah, he's like, well, whereas you know. Frank Castle's cleaning up the streets. Because like, nobody else will. That's what I'm saying. Like, Daredevil Season 2, when they introduced him, every time he was on the screen, stole the role. <clears throat> really just <laughs> clever stuff, right? But there's one scene in particular that really sells it. And I don't know if it's in season one of Punisher or season two of Daredevil where he's in it. I'm pretty sure it's season two of Daredevil. But he goes to this little pawn shop and he's trying to find something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the store clerk was like, well, you know, I, I don't really have that. you know." And as he's getting ready to leave, he's like, but I might have something else you're interested in. Uh-huh. And so uh, Frank's like, what? And so the guy pretty much tells him, oh, you know, it's child porn. And so Frank goes like this and nods his head, goes to the front door, locks it, swaps the sign to closed, and he grabs a baseball bat, and he puts it around his shoulder, and then he starts walking back, smiling, and the guy's like, ha I knew you'd be into it, buddy. And he said, yeah, where is it? And the guy turns around, and Frank just clocks him with the baseball bat, and you just see a silhouette in the back of him just, doosh, doosh, doosh. Douche. And you're like, yeah! And you're cheering for him because you're like, that's sicko! <laughs> you know? Yeah, but like for me... But so that's different than like Daredevil who's just... Or, I'm sorry, Dexter who's just... He's just like, well, I just all kill people because, uh, you know, I maybe killed a cat when I was eight. 
And my dad found out. You Jeffrey Dahmer motherfucker. Yeah, and it's like, it's, I can see why people would think that is an interesting concept. Like, okay, he's doing something that, you know, the police won't do, and he's taking bad people out, and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I don't know, like, his backstory doesn't seem really convincing. It's like, okay, I took someone who's a serial killer, and instead of, I don't know, putting them into an institution where they probably belong... I'm just going to let them grow up and hope and pray that they be normal. And then he's not fucking normal because he goes out and he fucking kills people. Well, they're reviving it because the ending was booty. And so they're doing like a little mini-series, a little Mm -hmm. mini-season thing. That's going to pretty much like correct that and just kind of give it better closure. So all you single ladies that like your serial killers, here's your opportunity for some Dexter. It's funny. So you know that guy... Who lived out here? Who killed his wife and his kids? I, I, I'm, and he how he has that Netflix show. I'm gonna let you on some inside knowledge. I know who you're talking about, but there seems to be a reoccurring theme of the Colorado man. <laughs> but yeah, you're talking about Chris Watts, the so, scumbag. So obviously, for those of you who don't know, Chris Watts killed his wife and his. It was just he had the one daughter, right, or is it two? So he I killed was, his pregnant wife and his two young kids. Okay, yeah. So he kills. And he put them in tar or something. Yeah. So he kills his family. There's a whole huge investigation, obviously, here uh, in Colorado. It's all over the news for the longest time. Uh, then Recently it kind of got bat big again because of Netflix. Though. And then, you know, it kind of dies off for a little bit because, you know, they're kind of, they don't really have the leads that they're looking for. Then all of a sudden, bam, new new evidence shows up and bam, they get this motherfucker. <laughs> so they he goes to jail for sure, 100%, right to jail. <laughs> You're going to regular jail, bonk. And so Netflix being Netflix, trying to make money, they say, let's make a documentary about this guy. Why? Because white women from the ages of 18 to old love serial killer drama, right? They just love it. They can't get enough of it. They love Ted Bundy so much. (laughs) <laughs> so, this Netflix show, yeah. boom, he's all of a sudden back in the mainstream. I saw this post probably, maybe about two or three weeks ago, mm-hmm. that he's been receiving, like, love letters, girls who are like, let me marry you, all of this. Why? Because women are fucking weird. That's always been happening, too. Charles it, Manson. Charles Manson's a great example. Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer. All of these weird fucking guys. I, I got some bad news for you ladies about Dahmer, but, uh... You know. He, he, he was gay. Sorry. And he got killed in prison, got dinked over the head with a pipe. And so, <laughs> you know, people are like, I don't understand it. Like, this is disgusting, and, like, this is what happens when you glorify serial killers. And it's like... But it's you! You're the one! And here's the thing, they're not glorifying the serial killer anyway. They were like, here's a documentary of what happened. And then you women, and probably some guys, I don't know, Not, I'm not trying to be sexist, but no, again, yeah. the majority of the women who were like, you say, wow, that's crazy, you killed your whole family. For some reason, I don't know what it is. Like, there's, I have never, I have never in my life heard of some guy sending a letter to Casey Anthony and being like, can we get married? Well, that's happened, though. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it hasn't happened. It just doesn't seem to be as prevalent 
It's because with it, female serial killers. It doesn't happen as often, I would imagine, especially with someone who's not convicted, quote unquote convicted. Even though you know everybody kind of knows. We'll use uh, Jodi Arias as an example. Mm-hmm. They call her the most beautiful killer, right? Because she like killed her boyfriend. Uh, <clears throat> it's really crazy how that happened. She like has sex with them, and they're taking Polaroid photos. This is the scariest thing. I'm going to show you something really terrifying. Oh, okay? no. Oh, no. Hold on. Oh, no. Jody Don't. Aries, boyfriend, <laughs> Travis, last photo. I don't want, I don't want this. So, as he's taking the little bath, right, getting cleaned up after it, mm-hmm. she brings the Polaroid in, right? And this is literally, because they have timestamps on the photos. Uh-huh. Seconds before she starts massacring this boy's body, the the pull the camera starts dropping and taking photos the whole time too. So you can kind of see his body and see things just like crazy. Uh-huh. This is the last photo of him. Seconds before he gets stabbed and his throat slit from ear to ear. Oh no! Oh, buddy. yo, I do not like that. That's I do the not- face of someone who knows. Yo, I don't like that at all, dude. So, they said that in this photo, what's pretty much happening is, this is when he's, like, looking at her, and he knows something's up, because she obviously has the knife by this point. Mm-hmm. They're both naked. And that's the last that's, photo, bro. I don't like that at all. Mm-mm, no, thank you. You no, can also find Jody Aries' butthole, bro. <laughs> Oh my god! But like, uh, like so those like last known pictures of people always terrify. Like it's kind of like weirdly, like obviously as a human, like you're like just naturally intrigued by stuff like that. You're like, okay, like this is interesting. I kind of want to know the backstory. But I do not, and I will not ever understand again how it is that people just find ways. To be like, how is it that you're out here, you know, glorifying serial killers and you're out here trying to talk to them and yada, yada, yada. When those same people are watching Murder, She Wrote every fucking day because they're complaining about their lives. So, I kind of found this. This is what I was talking about. So, these are photos that span from 522.24 to 533.32. It's pictures of him in the shower. And then when you get all the way down to the last one of him, like the last photo of him, and then get down, that's when, like, he's getting stabbed and killed. The rest of those are. Golly. As the camera's just snapping photos, see? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, I just... Like... <clears throat> yeah, see, right, right here. See? 529.20. Then the stabbing commences. 530.30. Not even a full minute. Jesus. Could you imagine... <clears throat> Just getting stabbed in the back? No, let's let's just say, obviously Tinder didn't exist back then, but let's just say you go on a Tinder date, right? Everything seems to be going great. You guys go to dinner. You guys catch a movie. You're doing all sorts of regular date things. Yeah. You're having a great time. She goes, why don't we go back to my place, have a little fun for the rest of the night? You know, kind of, you know, saying, hey, come on over. Let's, you know, stay the night. I'm having a great time. I want to keep this going. Right. Everything's going great. You commence to the sexy times. She pulls something out. And she goes, let's document this. And you're like, what do you mean? <laughs> Just out of curiosity. And she goes, 
I got this cool little camera. Mm-hmm. Bought it at a, you know, I was at the flea market last weekend. And I saw this really cool little camera, and I just said, I have to have it. You know, I took a couple of test pictures while I was there. It worked great. And I just think that this would be a really fun moment to document because I'm having a great time. Mm-hmm. So you say, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Cool. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, yes, yes. And so, you know, you start taking pictures. You're like, you know, oh, hey, let me see this. And she's like, let me see that. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just going back and forth. Night, about the night, night ends. Everything's going great. You say, all right, well, I'm going to go into the bathroom. I'm going to get cleaned up. You're just minding your business in the shower. Side note, this is why I always lock the fucking door. I'm not shitting. I always lock the fucking door. Why? I've seen Psycho. I've seen Psycho. <laughs> I just have a fear of someone barging in on the bath- on, on me when I'm in the bathroom. Anyway, just taking a duke. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's... I'm trying to just do my own thing in the shower. Right. That's just... I'm just trying to take a shower, fucking leave me alone, and I'm going to ensure that you leave me alone by locking the door. Yeah. I'm about to make this a little bit weirder here in a second. Oh, great. So, let's just say you're at her house. For some reason, her bathroom doesn't have a lock. Okay, no big deal. I'm a little sketched out. Maybe I should just wait till I go home, but I'm already in here, so I don't want to be weird. You got this I could just I could just turn the shower on, let it run for a couple of minutes, splash some, you know, get my hair wet, whatever. Then all of a sudden, you just hear her, hey, blah, blah, blah. She's just trying to talk to you. Okay, I think you're just having a conversation. <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm just taking pictures. Commemorating this beautiful moment. And then she just pulls a fucking knife out. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What you doing there? And then you just wham, wham, wham. You're just getting fucking murdered to death. Right? Get the fuck out of town. Anyway, what I thought of, because obviously the way my mind works, it always goes to worst case scenarios. And I think this would be far more creepy than someone just coming into the bathroom and taking a picture of me and then fucking killing me. Would be is if I was able to lock the door. You know how sometimes people knock on the door? Well, you know, just be like, oh, yeah, I'll be out in a second. And no reply? Nothing. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about this because I could not imagine being in this fucking situation, especially if it was not at my house. If it was at my house, it'd be a little bit worse, but being at, like, a complete stranger's house, double worse. Especially at night. Especially at night. And you're like, nah, I'll be out in a second. Hold on, hold on, and then, and you're just like, okay, stop, like, I'm almost out, like, here, I'll, I'll just hop out right now. And then he goes, and you're like, no, 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 stop that, and then it's like, boom, 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 jiggling the door, and you're like freaking out at this point, obviously, because I'm freaking out just telling the story. And you know, you're like trying to get out of the fucking shower, I'm at least going to put my pants on. Exactly. At a bare minimum. I'm not going to be found naked. <laughs> At a bare minimum, I'm putting my pants on. <laughs> so then, you know, it starts banging on the door, like, really violently, like that police knock. That, to like, where, to where like, like, the lock's there, but the door, like, the little thing is going, like... Yeah, like, you can kind of see, like, the corner of the door kind of flexing a little bit like too much. Like, someone's eye could poke through yeah. and see the mirror. And you're just banging. If you look at the mirror, you'll make eye contact you're with just, someone. You're just banging on the door, jiggling the lock. Pushing. And then all of a sudden, just bam, it just stops. You get out of the shower. 
I would grab something, probably a toothbrush or something, maybe something a little bit harder. Grab a teepee roll. <laughs> Don't come near me, bitch. Grab the, the top of the porcelain toilet. That's a great weapon, by the way, boys. Gentlemen, for those of you who are listening, if you're going to get destroyed and killed at a Tinder date's house, always go for the top of the toilet. Yeah, dude. Or at a bare minimum, rip, rip the seat off. Yeah, but that's just lighter, but it's a little heavier, but if you get the top of the toilet, that's so sturdy, bro, it might break if you crack him in the head. But, but until you get cracked over the head with the top of a toilet, you're going at down. At full speed, especially how strong you are, you're someone, going down. You're going down. And if you're not going down, you're at least going to be dazed enough for me to get out. Like, I'm pushing you out of the way. Like, I will, ta- I will gladly take a knife to the torso... If it means that I can get out of there. I might get lucky and clock you one. You drop the knife. I take it. I get one shot on your back, and then I run. I will <laughs> nail you to the floor via hand. Knife through the hand into the floor. That's like, that's somewhat creepier to me. Is like you do catch them, and then you stab them. Yeah. And you're like, what am I doing? Oh, my God. Oh. And they're like, ah. And you're just standing there like, stop. Stalking. So, I, I read this story on Facebook, this was a long time ago, Jesus. about this guy who, he's like, you know, some people would like to say that people mm-hmm. who kill people are already naturally inherently evil or this, that, or the other, and that there's always some kind of motive for mm-hmm. murder, that there's never really, it doesn't seem to be that there's a, necessarily in a random act of violence, like it might seem random to other people. Because there's no correlation, there's no connection. Like the situation up, it might just be a random time or yeah, event, but but there's, there's always there's always con you know there's always something that like the person who is committing a murder probably has thought about for some time. Mm-hmm. Well, so this guy he's like, yeah, you know, so I, I start this job at like a construction company, and you know I work there for a couple of months. Well, I move up in this construction company to the point where I have to drive around a lot. Mm-hmm. And they give me, he was like, you know, it's kind of a smaller business, um, so it's just a couple of us who work there. But I was in charge of the company credit card when we would go out to job sites, Um, you know, for gas, materials, stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. And I was partnered up with this guy who had worked there for a really long time. And so him and I, you know, just out of working together, kind of get to know each other, kind of become friends. He's a little strange, but, you know, everybody's a little strange, so, you know, I don't think too much of it, blah, blah, blah. So he goes on to keep telling this little story, where he's like, well, yeah, you know, fast forward X amount of time, and I'm at this guy's house, Mm -hmm. like, in his apartment, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we're just kind of talking or whatever, and... um, my, he's like, you know, I have the company credit card on me, like, at all times, just because, you know, I'm in charge of it, and, you know, as a, for me, if I don't have it on me, I, you know, I just, I don't want it to get stolen, and I don't want to be responsible for that, so I just have it on me all the time, well, I'm at this guy's apartment, and he's like, you know, all of a sudden, I'm in the kitchen, and I asked him if he wanted a beer, he's like, yeah, sure, so I'm, like, bent over in the fridge grabbing a beer, and he's like, I feel all of a sudden what it feels like is someone's hitting me in the back, and he's like, little do I know, I'm being fucking stabbed. Uh-huh. Because he's like, you know, you don't really feel like a knife going into you necessarily. And so he's like, so like the force of it just felt like he was like, you know, just tapping on my back. And so I get up and then all of a sudden I see him with this bloody knife in my hand and then things start to kind of click. And then he's like in this battle literally for his life. <laughs> like, and he's like, 
would. At this point, it's my life over this guy's. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing this. At that point, as gross as it is, you're just like, oh, you and so, son of a so he, you know, he's trying to wrestle the knife away from this guy, and so he's like, well, it's my life or my hands. I'd rather be alive. And so he's like, you know, I grab the blade of the knife, like, and I just, like, squeeze it trying to get it so he can't pull it away. But, like, you know, my hand's obviously getting cut up, so it's starting to slip because of all this blood. And we start slipping all over the floor and stuff because of all the blood that I'm losing from my back. And I'm trying to wrestle the knife away. Finally, I get away from him and, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, turns out the guy was just jealous that I had the company credit card. And that's all he wanted. He just he was upset that I had the company credit card, and he that was he just planned on killing me. I don't know how for how long, but that was the day that he decided to finally act on, you know, him trying to kill me just to get a company credit card. Moral of the story: No new friends. No new friends. Don't you got care. enough, bro. Keep your circle small. Yeah, bro. Honestly, it's worked for me for the last, I don't know, 12 fucking years. I've been okay. Hey, Brittany, you want to hang out? Well, no, because you might be jealous that (laughs) I got a Discover card. (laughs) Hey, I'm your number one fan of the Bruising Bros podcast. Can I be uh, your new friend? Nope. Sorry. You can buy some merch. (laughs) I appreciate that you're a fan. Keep listening. But if I ever see you again, we might have a problem. Yeah, because you might try to stab me. Because you might try to stab me because I got an American Express in my back pocket. <laughs> That's why wherever we go, we got to go somewhere together. I'll keep, like, the, the like, uh, melee options. You'll keep the, the artillery on you. <laughs> that way we have we have it covered. Why so, do I see you carrying around, like, one of those, like, medieval flails? Like, with the, it's like the stick with the, the chain and the ball, and you just, like, stay away from my friend. Because I would, bro. <laughs> Someone, like, they hold something like a knife to you and be like, ha, and then all of a sudden, oh, my hand. (laughs) Is that a, is that a chain mace? Oh, yeah, you better be lucky that's all you'll get. It's jail time for you, nerd. Bonk. Bonk. Oh, no, I crushed his skull in. Didn't mean to. Don't worry, self-defense, B. It was your life or his. I chose the latter. But it's like, it's just, it's one of those weird things that it's like, obviously you don't know people. I would assume that if you tried to kill me, you probably would have done it by now. Ain't nobody playing the 20 plus year game. Nobody. No, that's, that's too much. Like, what's the that's, reason like, to that's, kill That's you? too much time. Like, even if, like, I could see, like, maybe certain circumstances. You're friends with someone for maybe a couple of years. And they sleep with your girlfriend. I would, me personally, I wouldn't go as far as to maybe kill the guy, A, because I'm not trying to spend the rest of my life in prison. But at the same time, like, it's not, I, I can't change it. I just, I, I ditch those two individuals and I'm out. I think the only way I could kill my friend is like. Is if they became a drug peddling <coughs> DJ. Is if they was a rat. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't think, like, because I'm not doing anything that deserves ratting. Yeah. But I would imagine it would be, let's say, you take up heroin. Yeah. And we're driving in the snow. Uh-huh. And you crash the car. You're going to choke me out? <laughs> and you look me in the eye and tell me that, that if they get you, it's over. I will have to put my fingers on your nose. <laughs> Don't take me out like that. Any My, other way, you could take me out like his wife. You'd be high, you wouldn't know. You could take me out like his wife. Take me to the woods. <laughs> that way I know it's coming. Or take me out like that Russian guy. 
Or the one guy, what you want to drink? <laughs> that, so, obviously... You, you we don't had, want something with sugary? So we had talked about that before I had gotten to that episode. <laughs> oh, when you rewatched it. When yeah. I was rewatching it. And <laughs> so, it's so, I'm sad. Sa- it's just... Because I feel bad so, for him. I feel bad for him, but at the same time, I get where Tony's coming from. Because obviously, you know, that's Tony's life. And you could tell Tony didn't do it for, like, he didn't, he wasn't getting no pleasure out of it. Yeah. He wasn't like, whoop, another one bites us. He was like. <sighs> He's like, do I really want to do this right now? He even thought about it. He, he was, was like, like, should I be the one that does this? I got other people who said we'll do this. But I feel like this is my responsibility. I'm the leader. I'm the boss. I got to do this. But it just, it was so sad when he asks him. Well, you want something to drink? And he's like, he didn't have to say that last part. Well, I just thought you would have wanted something more sugary since it's the last thing you're going to fucking drink. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, dude. I just Don't get me wrong. Obviously, there's shows or movies or forms of media where obviously you are rooting for someone who is definitely not a hero. You know, Frank Castle, uh, Tony Soprano. Spike. Spike. Because, yeah, he did. He, Outlaw. <laughs> he's, he's technically an outlaw, but he's also a bounty hunter. It's a weird, convoluted, best anime of all time. As far he's as a wanted man. And, you know, there's there's a lot of things that I feel go into wanting an anti-hero to exist. Because I feel like in anti-hero, it's like, okay, they have no morals. They're this, they're that. But in reality, it's... I think it's like that weird sense of morality where it's like, if I was in that, you know, like we always say, mm. if I had superpowers, I would be Superman. Uh, I think he'd probably be more like a Homelander. You appear good, but in reality, you're probably a scumbag. Or even worse, you might actually just be a total Like, beater. you might actually just be an asshole. I know some of you people personally to know better. I would help the world. Yeah, by, like, being a racist. Would you actually help the world? Because you've never helped me in any way. Because I honestly do feel like if I did have superpowers, I think I would be a good guy. I feel like, and that's and that's the, like, the weird thing, is, like, I, I feel like I would kind of have days where I wanted to be good, but then there would probably be other days where it's like, dude, I had a shitty fucking day at work. That guy's about to get it. But that's the other thing is, I don't think I'd have to actually work if I had the powers that I would it think It would depend of. on what powers you had, though. Because you have to think, if 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 you say had, we'll, we'll use Homelander as an example. If you had Homelander's powers, nobody stopped it. Nobody. Well, and that's what I mean. Like, if I had those powers, I would be a good guy because I wouldn't have to worry about shit. Because, check this out, I would go deep underground somewhere, find where the reserve is, go up, get, like, just gold. <laughs> Just take as much gold as I need, and then figure it out, sell it, make a lot of money, and just be content. And then, let's say I see something stupid, like, hey, you robbing that lady. But then again, it's my selfish need. I'd have to be evil first. I'd have to rob a bank. Well, that's the thing. You can't rob a bank. You can't. You, it's not like, it's like, like, it's weird that you, like, people think that you can, like, rob things from the earth. <laughs> be like, you stole from me. And it's like, what are you talking about? That is dirt. That is everywhere. What happens if your dirt blows onto my plot of land? Is it my dirt now? It is my dirt. Or is it still your dirt? I, Obviously, a windstorm's not going to carry an entire gold reserve from your lands to my lands. That's what I'm saying. I go but on. if I dig underground, how the fuck are you going to know? Well, and that's the other thing is <laughs> that whole dirt thing, I think it depends on what the material is. Because 
if like you tree over someone's thing, it's like, hey, get your tree off I, of here. I think that's a different thing though, because I think that's like a weird, like that's a city code thing. Well, well, well I mean, like, like let's say this: your leaves fly off, right? Yeah. Those are your leaves. You better get them. You know that guy ain't dealing with it. But let's say you did have a gold brick and somehow it fell from somewhere in your lawn or whatever and made it to the guy's yard. That's his now. See what I'm saying? It's it's a weird... But that's what I'm saying. No one's counting particulates of dirt. And if you don't know that something's underneath your lawn, that's not my fucking problem. Like, think about how many prospectors during the gold rush were probably just shot. Why? Because they're probably far enough away from town. They're probably far enough away from the <laughs> from the little big community of miners and prospectors out there. And they say, "Hey, man, what's your name?" Uh, like I, I just you know, I'm new to the area. Yeah, I'm Jebediah. Well, all right, Jebediah. Nice to meet you. My name's you know Jimmy Johnson or whatever. Um, you know, I just came here from uh, from Missouri. Uh, me and my family. My family's down there. I'm just trying to out find something a little you know. You know, blah, blah, blah. Have you had any luck in this area? Um, I was thinking of maybe just going up a little bit past you. Um, just, I'm just, I'm trying to, you know, see if you've seen anything up here. And he's like, well, I was down there. And then, you know, and then he turns his head and he's like, I was going to go, bam, right in the back. He's dead. Let's see what you had on. You ain't have nothing, you hillbilly. And then he just <coughs> buries him, moves up. Just keeps and waiting. It's like... <laughs> That's like in Red Dead, though. And look, have you found any gold miners in Red Dead? Uh, like a couple, yeah. And some of them are like nice, and they're just like chilling. Like, you can have whatever's left. But then there's some that are like, you don't say hi to me. And you're like, yeah, I'll let you to it. And like, you best be moving on. And you're Those like, people always make me mad. I'm like, why are you squaring up? Like, I'm literally walking away. Or like, I'm watching with you. I'm just, I'm trying to enjoy the experience. And then if you shoot them, you lose the was So, like, it's funny. So... In Red Dead, obviously, you can just, like, roll up, like, on a random camp of people. Right. Sometimes they're nice. Sometimes they're like, what are you doing The majority here, of the time, they're like, hey, get out of here. Like, what are you... It makes sense. Like, at first, when I first played it, I was like, why are these people so fucking dumb? Like, why are they <laughs> such assholes? I'm kind of confused. I don't fucking get it. And, you know, I'm like... You know, this has got to fucking stop. Like, I really don't understand why they're doing this. But then I started to think about it. And I was like, if I was camping out in the middle of the woods. Uh-huh. And some rando guy <laughs> comes hauling ass on a horse right towards my camp, jumps off, and then just stares at me. I might have a little bit of an issue. I might be like, do you need some help, buddy? Are you Okay. And then he pushes X to antagonize, and he's like, I don't like the way you look. And then he just pulls this double barrel out, and I'm like, what are you doing, pal? Yeah. Don't do that. Well, and the thing that gets me, too, like, in Red Dead like that is, then I think about my experience when, like, <clears throat> someone random walks up to the camp that I'm at, that I set up, and then they'll ask you, would you mind if I warm my bones by the fire? Yeah, I fucking mind. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, oh, sure. And they'll have, like, an actual conversation, talk to you about stuff. But then there's other times where it's like some a hole who's like, "You come around these parts again, I'll kill." I'm like, "No, do, 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 do. I ain't gonna let you get the chance." Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I got it backwards, but <laughs> but it's like it's the same concept where it's like Arthur Morgan, probably an anti-hero, 
that game was fucking wild. The way that game ended, terribly sad, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Until Super you get to sad. the very, very end. Until you get to the very, very end, then it's a little bit happier, and I think they probably did that just to kind of <laughs> it's, soothe you. It's supposed to soothe you and ease you into the really sad ending of the first game. Yeah, and, you know, and so, for me, I think, obviously, anti-heroes have their place. Dexter, to me, is not an anti-hero because he's not actually a hero. Uh-huh. Because he doesn't just... Like, obviously, his thing is he's like, oh, let me lure them in, give them a false insecurity, let me think that I'm their friend, yada, 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 bam, then I'll fucking kill them. Right. That's weird. Whereas Frank Castle just being like, oh, you know that bald guy who runs all the crime families in town? Stab. <laughs> There's a one movie, uh, one of the Punisher movies, it's called Warzone. That movie. When all the lights cut out, <laughs> and he's on the chandelier, and they're like, huh, and he just spins around the room. <laughs> and you're like, Wah! Frank is always going, he's like, he's yeah. like, all right, so, here's my plan of attack. Yeah? Attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, like I said, for me, Let's Dexter is, is, is too weird. Obviously, Tony Soprano is an anti-hero in the way that you know that he's a criminal, but you can be sympathetic towards him because he does have like a regular life, like he has outside, a family, like outside of being a criminal. And he's not the best dad by any or best by, husband by any stretch of the imagination. But he do care about his family. He makes sure that they always taken care. Always, of. he said, "Look, if I go away, you know you're gonna be taken care of." And right? what's he want to do? He wants to watch The Godfather and eat his ice cream on his couch and watch the History Channel. That's all he wants to do at the end of the day. Watch the news. Ask people if they're terrorists. What they know about the war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see what they doing with them uh, cargo ships out there? <laughs> they, they, they was making uh, chemical weapons and he, something, yeah? And they're like, Don, chill out. And he's like, tell me something, Christopher. Who the fuck asked you? <laughs> Jeez, Don. Yeah. <laughs> and then Polly go, I'm on your side, T. He's like, T, are you seeing this right now? I'm on your side. Christopher got to go. And he's like, oh my God, stop talking. And then and then Silvio's like, what are you going to do? And then Pussy, well, he's dead. He's gone. He's in Tony's head saying, well, maybe you shouldn't have killed me. And then and there's the one that's his brother-in-law who's like, I like trains. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say with that being said, if, looking at the time. If you watch that show, it has a lot more content <laughs> that I like trains. <laughs> That being said, I think it's probably a good time to end the episode for we, this week. We never even introduced ourselves. I was thinking about that at the four-minute mark, and I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up soon. Next thing I know, it's at the six-minute mark, and then I was like, okay, it's 22 minutes in. It's too late now. Um, Brendan and Brandon. <laughs> we're here, Bruce and Bros Podcast. Subscribe, follow us. Social media links down below. Lost a follower on Spotify. What kind of disrespect is that? Make sure you f- share follow us whatever that's all i got what you got um i'm just thinking about how like we have a whole intro song that already introduces who we are um but i'll talk to you about that once this is done uh-oh it's not a bad thing uh-oh <laughs> um but the only other thing that i can think of is uh if if if, if you don't follow us um
in the words of Jeffrey Dahmer, well, that's when the nightmare became a reality.